Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, We all remember the fairy tale about the three little pigs and the big bad wolf. The wolf would huff and puff and blow every house down except for the last one because it was built strong. And the financial house you build for your retirement should be just as strong. That's what we're going to dive into today. So glad you're here with us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is, of course, president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring and going to be talking a lot today about building that sturdy financial house, Philip. And of course, you remember the story of the three little pigs and the big bad wolf. Is this a story we're telling the grandkids now that, you, that your kids are all no, grown? got a couple. Yeah. You know, I don't know that we've actually read that story yet. We're still at the ABCs and, right? and the numbers. and um, <laughs> But I'll I have to go find that one because I always enjoyed, you know, the three little pigs and the big bad wolf and making the sound effects and that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and it's such a great story, such a great lesson for uh, doing things the the right way. And of course, with the the three little pigs and the big bad wolf, um, the the two that didn't build their house the right way, one made out of straw and one made out of sticks, of course, the wolf was able to knock those right down. And the third little pig built his house out of bricks, if you'll remember, and that structure stayed strong. And it's a great analogy for how we want to be putting together our financial house, building that sturdy financial house for retirement so nobody can can huff and puff and, and blow the whole thing down, down, right? So let's talk a little bit about why it's so important to build that sturdy financial house for retirement. Well, when you think about it, Jen, when you think about how long folks live in retirement, you need a house that's going to last a long time. And, and I think that, that we don't really, a lot of times people don't, don't think about that. They don't think about how long they're actually going to be retired. They look forward to that day, you know, that they can actually finally clock out for the last time and go home and say, I'm retired. I don't have to go back to work. But they don't think about, okay, if I'm 65, how much longer am I going to live in this financial house? And, and in today's world, it's not unusual to see people 90, 95. I mean, you know, I, I read the obituaries and 100, 103, 105 I saw the other day. And so that can be a problem if you've not built your financial house in a very sturdy manner to make sure that it can withstand, you know, the ebbs and flows of what happens over that time period. I mean, you know, here in Florida, it's all about the hurricanes. You got to be prepared for the hurricanes. Right, well, right. Their financial house has to be prepared to face those hurricanes, whatever they are, whether that's, you know, the ups and downs in the market, the volatility, a recession, high inflation, all these things play into that sturdy financial house. And we want to make sure it's as sturdy as possible to make sure that it stays up the whole mm -hmm. time you're alive and it doesn't start crumbling. Right. And, and you know, since you brought up the, the fact that hurricanes are a, a fact of life here. 
Let's just talk for a second about the fact that as we talk about building this this strong financial house, these financial hurricanes are a fact of life as well. And and Philip, if you're going to live somewhere where hurricanes happen, you cannot prevent them from happening. Nobody can go out and stop a hurricane from forming and developing and and blowing in. But what we can do is prepare for it and fortify our homes in the best way that we can and take all the steps that we need to take and protect what we have. Same thing is true with with the financial world. We cannot prevent those storms from blowing up, but we can structure our finances in a way that we can deal with them in a a better way. So I think that's another important thing to point out since since you brought up that whole idea of of hurricanes being here. That's right. You got, I mean, we have a whole thing before, you know, June 1st really kind of starts hurricane season. So it's all about hurricane preparedness. Be prepared. Don't get caught off guard. And what does that mean? Make sure you got enough gas in your garage to cover, you know, the 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 generator and, and make sure you got a generator. Make sure the generator works when you go to start it. You know, all these things are preparedness. And and folks, your retirement is so much more important than getting ready for a hurricane. But we don't really think about it. You know, we don't think about the steps we need to take to make sure that we are setting ourselves up for success when we build our financial house. And, and, and Jen, it is important to have done. And, and it's one of the reasons that we developed our core retirement design to really help people design the retirement they always dreamed of. It's simple. It's easy. It doesn't take a lot of time. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation where we make sure that you are heading down the path you need, that you got the right blueprint, that you're ready to go for retirement. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Call to schedule your core retirement design. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. Such a good conversation to have here today as we talk a little bit about how do we structure our finances using this kind of financial house analogy. And and we'll, we'll carry this throughout the show today. But when it comes to building that strong financial house, Philip, let's just talk about where we start. What is the the thing that needs to go first into our financial house? When you think about construction, right, the first thing you see is the bulldozers clearing the land. Well, Mm -hmm. that's not really the house, right? That's just preparing for the house to be built. The first thing you really see is they start digging holes, right? I mean, they stake it out and they start digging these trenches. And before you know it, they've poured a, a footers and they've poured a foundation. So that foundation... It's not pretty. It's just a slick thing of concrete out there. Nothing exciting to look at, right? But but it is the foundation. And if it doesn't get done right, if it has a little slope, or if it if it doesn't get leveled out properly, it can cause problems when you start building the rest of the house. And our financial house is no different. We need to lay that foundation and make sure that it is secure and firm and it's going to be there and the hurricanes aren't going to blow it away. 
Exactly. And, you know, if, if we overlook that part, really any part of the financial house, but certainly when we talk about the foundation, just talk a little bit about what could potentially happen to our retirement if we overlook any of these big pieces of the financial house that we're going to be talking about today. Well, you know, if you think about it, just like when you build your regular house, you know, if, if something doesn't go right, if the plumbing didn't get put in the foundation properly, what can happen? Well, you can have backups, and that's no fun. Well, we don't want things like that to happen in your financial house, right? Things come. We get recessions. We get bear markets. All these things are catastrophes that come against your financial house, just like a hurricane does. And we don't want that to happen. And so the foundation, really, when we look at that foundation, it's your income, Jen. Where's your income going to come from? Because if I have income that I know is going to be there day in and day out, well, that's my foundation. It really does allow us to build everything else. If we don't have enough income, then we need to work on that foundation of creating the income that we're going to need in retirement, because that is the, the starting point. That is going to be our foundation when it comes to creating that retirement plan and building that financial house is where's our income coming from? Is it going to be there every single month when I need it? Or am I going to have to go looking for it? Is it going right. to be controlled by what happens in the marketplace? And so that's the foundation. And that's really what we got to start looking at. And, you know, as we talk about building the financial house, I, I feel like maybe we are kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit because when you look at an actual house, and I know, Philip, you talked about the first thing you see is somebody clearing the land and then and then you see the foundation. But before that, there were plans in place. N- nobody goes out and starts building stuff without a blueprint or some some type of plan. So let's just back up for a second and talk about that, essentially, that blueprint for retirement. It, it all has to start with some sort of a, a written plan, right? It really does. Can you imagine if you just said, hey, I, no. I own that lot. Oh, my gosh. No, I, I can't. I mean, if you're just throwing it up. No, I can't imagine that. It'd be a disaster. You say, hey, look, Mr. Contractor, just start building me a house right there. You know, <laughs> that would be insane, right? But people retire like that all the time. They don't really have a plan. They have a bunch of stuff and they think that stuff is going to provide them the income they need. It doesn't always happen that way. And, and Jen, that's why we developed our core retirement design so that we can help people design that retirement. And it starts with knowing where they are, you know, what that lot looks like, what we're going to have to do to that lot and their foundation. And that's income. we got to create that foundation. we got to build that house. So we got to build that blueprint, which starts with an income plan. We really need that income plan in place. Because that's going to be our roadmap. That's going to be our blueprint to build our retirement on. And so that's really what we want to start with is making sure that we have done the homework, that we've looked at the design, and that we have are happy with it, right? And that we've looked at a couple iterations of that blueprint, right? You never get one blueprint and it's, oh, that's the one. You get one and you, you tweak it, right? It's like, well, no, I don't like that window there or... or I want the back porch to look like this or, and, and in retirement planning, it's no different in income planning. We start with here's your initial design. Now, how do we need to tweak it? 
well, I, I need a little bit more money here, or, you know, we're going to buy something and we're going to need a little extra money over here. And you start tweaking that income plan. That's the, the whole nexus of getting through and building that foundation. And if you don't have that written retirement income plan to go by, how are you going to be able to build your financial house so that it lasts all the way through your retirement? You don't want it to fall in when you're 80 or 85. You want it to be there as long as you're there. And that's the key. Again, that's why we developed the core retirement design to help people design that so that they can have the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. We want to make sure that you've got a blueprint. If you don't, we want to talk about the pros and cons and what you need to do to make sure you're ready to retire in the comfort that you want to and that you've got the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design. So what's your favorite room in your house? You're probably not going to say it's the foundation, but that is probably the most important piece of your home. And just like with your house, the foundation of your retirement isn't very exciting, but it's so important to have. We'll get into that a little bit more on the other side of the break when the Statler Financial Radio Show continues. We'll be back. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a... 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And today he is walking us through how to build a solid financial house because your retirement plan needs to be solid just like the way you want your house built. And of course, we have to make sure we're building this the right way. And we are starting from the ground up. And, and as we talk a little bit about this, Philip, let me, let me just ask you really quickly. In your own home, in your house, what's your favorite room? What's your favorite part of your house? That's an interesting question. As I, as I think about 
where I spend a lot of time. Well, I, I like to eat, so you know the the, the kitchen table would be, would be a great place, and and I've got a great view out my yeah. kitchen window, right? So it's a it's a huge uh, uh, picture glass window with uh, a couple side windows, and we have deer that walk through all the time. Oh, nice, and so we can sit there and watch the deer walk through. Um, so that's probably I spend a lot of time there just because we do eat most of our meals there, but. But when I think about the other part, and that's my back porch. Mm, okay. So my back porch, I got a little better view. It's a screened-in porch. And so I can see out the back of the house, which backs up to the prairie that's owned by the state park. And then to the other side of my house, there's an open lot. And uh, a lot of times the deer will come from the pasture or the, the prairie on the other side. They'll cross over the, the fence and they'll walk through that lot. Sometimes there'll be two or three. Sometimes there'll be herds of 20 yeah. um, that come through. And so it's just neat to sit back there and watch the wildlife. Uh, we got some hawks out there. It's just it's just a neat place to sit. We, we do like to enjoy sitting out there as long as it's not raining too hot. Yeah, yeah. And it, it sounds absolutely perfect. And you know what? Nobody says the foundation is the favorite part of their home. It's super boring. You don't see it. You don't think about it. But how long would your house stand without it? And, and what would happen in your kitchen or even on the porch if you didn't have everything built correctly to where it could all last? And so I think it still all goes back to what we've been talking about with having the the solid foundation. Because, Philip, just like, oh, my gosh, if you don't think about your foundation when you're out enjoying so many of these other beautiful things about your home, but if you had a problem with the foundation or or it was sagging or something was wrong, then you'd be thinking about it. <laughs> then you notice it, right? Same thing with your, your foundation of your retirement. If you don't have that solid income there, boy, you sure notice that awfully quick. <laughs> you do. And, and, you know, Jen, it happens, right? I mean, there are houses. I mean, I, I drive around. I've seen a couple that, that they're having issues with their foundation. How do I know? I see this company from over on the coast over there, uh, you know, doing, putting pillars down and lifting up the foundation and squaring it off. So I've seen that in action where they've actually worked on, you know, bringing somebody's foundation up because it had started to sink and that was a problem. So it, it happens, right? And, and so it can happen in, in real life to our homes it can happen to our financial house and we don't want that to be a problem we don't want to go into retirement knowing that our our foundation is a little bit shaky Mm -hmm. right right if you think about it you don't want to walk into the kitchen one day and all of a sudden your refrigerator's you know down three or four Uh, feet because it's not sunk in well you don't want to wake up one day and all of a sudden you don't have five hundred a thousand dollars of income coming in Mm, right? right, that would right. be devastating to your retirement plan. Absolutely, and that's what the and that's what the foundation is, Jen. It is your income, because that really allows you to do all the things you want to do in retirement. Right, and so creating that foundation, making sure that you've got the income that you need coming in month in and month out, it's it's boring to plan for, <laughs> but it's essential to have the retirement you always dreamed of. 
Right, right, exactly. I mean, I, I go back to your house. Thinking about um, putting that foundation in is super boring, but so important for you to have the the nice area to hang out in your kitchen and to have a, a nice space off the back of your house. Without a foundation for that space, you would not be enjoying the deer and the view. You would be distracted by what was happening <laughs> with, with what's going the, on and fixing things. Right, exactly, exactly. exactly. So let's talk a little bit about with the income, let's talk about where that comes from. What are some of those reliable income sources that make sense to use as the foundation of our retirement? So we immediately think of a couple things, right? We immediately think of Social Security. Social Security is is a, a source of income. It's going to come in every month just like it's supposed to. It gets a little, you know, inflationary bump every now and then. Um, so so it's a good, safe source of income. So that's one. But that one won't get you through retirement. So some folks are, are fortunate and they have a pension. So they've got their second source of income coming in. They've got their Social Security and then they've got a pension. Now, from what I've seen, most pensions don't have a cost of living adjustment. So what you get is what you get. Um, now, some of them do. If you've worked for the state or county or something like that, maybe you do get a, a COLA. Um but so that would be a second source of income. Mm-hmm. But what okay. if you don't get a, a, a pension? Well, then then it's on you, right? You have to have saved enough money through your 401k or your uh, 403b or through IRAs. Somehow you've got to have saved enough money for retirement that you can create your own pension. And to do that, we can use things like an annuity or, or there's other vehicles out there that you can use to create that reliable source of income to help build that foundation, Jen. So let's talk a little bit about when it comes to Social Security. Um, this this is an area where people do have a lot of questions, and we do want to be strategic about this. When, when it comes to Social Security as one of those foundational pieces, what are some things to think about so we can potentially optimize or, or make the most out of those benefits? So when it comes to Social Security optimization, Number one, you can't be taking it already, right? So you can't already be getting Social Security and think, okay, now how can I optimize this? Too late. So how do we optimize it? Well, we start looking before we retire. How much am I going to get? You know, I'd look five years out so I can start to look to see how much am I going to get so I can start planning. What am I going to get at 62? What am I going to get at full retirement age? Some people want to stop working at 65 because they get Medicare and they don't have to worry about health insurance. So we look at that number. What happens if you wait to 70? We need to look at all those things and then and then ask ourselves some serious questions. How long am I going to live? What happens when I die? Does my spouse need more money? So should I wait to take it so that she gets a higher benefit if I pass away? A lot of things go into deciding when to take Social Security. Too many people flip that switch at 62 and say, give me my Social Security. That is not always the right answer. And you need to look at it to make sure that you're doing what's right for you and for your family. And we don't take everything into consideration. You know, Jen, that's why we think it's so important that folks have that retirement income plan, because that retirement income plan takes all those sources of income into play and determines where our shortfall is. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. We'll help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. 
Talking today with Philip Statler. He is, again, president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, talking a little bit about building that strong foundation for your retirement, which is, of course, income. And and before we get there, Philip, let's just talk a little bit about what do we need to have saved for retirement so so we have enough income. You, You hear figures thrown out. For the longest time, it was a million dollars, but in this day and age and and what things are costing now, I I don't know if that makes sense. How much do we need to have saved so we have enough of a solid foundation of income? Well, Jen, you're right. People say, I need this or I need that for retirement. And that's the wrong question, right? The wrong question is, how much do I need? The question needs to be, how much income do I need? What, What do I need to have coming in to spend, right? What is that foundational money that's going to come in every single month? What does that need to be? Then I can work backwards to determine how much money I have to have saved in order to have that foundational income that I'm going to need to live the retirement I always dreamed of. That's the key. We got to ask the right question and do the right research instead of thinking, I need a million. Not necessarily. We need to work through that process to determine what that number looks like, Jen. What happens if there's a shortfall in that income? I mean, what are some things that that we can do or or what do we do to prevent there from being a shortfall in the income that we have in retirement? Well, I I think that's where having a plan in place and not relying 100% on a stock market return to, to have the income you need. The second thing I think is that sometimes people use too high of expectations, Right. Oh, well, maybe I'm going to earn, you know, six, seven, eight percent a year. You know, you're setting yourself up to fail because you raise that expectation too high to succeed. It it could. Don't get me wrong. It it could get there, but you've got more of a chance that it won't. I think we need to build our plans on very, very conservative numbers. If we do better than that, well, hey, look, I can give myself a raise. I can afford to do more stuff. But by doing it the other way around, we we run the chance of running into that shortfall. We run into a shortfall, you know, there's, it depends on when, where, and what's happening in times of how do you resolve that shortfall. I'd rather plan not to have a shortfall and do it the right way, be conservative with my numbers to make sure that what I have is going to last throughout my lifetime. Any other sources of income that we should be thinking about or anything else as it relates to the foundation and having a strong foundation for our retirement plan? Well, there there are several. I mean, uh, annuities are the first one that come to mind. If you're using not a a variable type annuity because those can fluctuate, but using a a fixed style indexed annuity or something like that where your principal is guaranteed uh, by the insurance company, your interest gets credited and it's guaranteed by the insurance company. You can't lose it once it's there. So so you've got some guarantees there. Now, for those guarantees, you, you know, there's there's a, a price to pay. Nothing's free in this world. And the way that they charge for that basically is, is that you have restricted access to your money for a certain period of time, whether that's five years, seven years, 10 years. If you take out too much, you might get hit with a surrender charge. So So those things when you take it all into consideration, these are the things you have to use this along with the stock market. There's not one source of income or not one source of investment that we should use. It needs to be a plan that incorporates 
all the things that are out there so that we're using all the tools that we need to use. And Jim, that's why I believe it's so important that folks out there have a written retirement income plan. If you don't have one, which 90% of the folks out there don't when they get into retirement, give us a call at 863-285-3815. And let's start with our core retirement design phone consultation. And we can go from there to make sure you're on the right path to the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. So you build your financial house from the ground up, right? After the foundation has been laid, what makes up the walls and roof? That is coming up next in our financial house here today. Stick around for more Statler Financial Radio Show in just a moment. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Break three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands social security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With social security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And today we're talking about building your financial house. And just like a real house, you start from the ground up. You don't start with the roof and work your way down. I know that from playing Legos with my sons. We want to start with that little green piece, that solid foundation. (laughs) And after laying the foundation... Then we start working on the walls and the roof. And so we have spent a lot of time so far, Philip, talking about the foundation of our financial house, which is income. It's really important that we have it. It's got to be reliable. It's got to be there to support everything else. So talk a little bit about how we want to be making the walls of our financial house. What kind of stuff goes into the walls? Absolutely, Jen. And this is where I hear some sound effects like, you know, some hammer oh, and nails, some saws you know, going through. And, you know, foundation, you can't hear concrete being poured, but, but the rest of it, we could, we could put some sound effects in there. But so, so what makes up the walls, right? We look at, we talked about the foundation, that's our income. And as long as we got that good base of income, then, then we've got more things that we have to build, right? We, we've got to have the walls come up. And so the walls, we look at it from a, from a little bit of a perspective of what can we get this create some cash flow that might give us some protection from inflation, might grow with inflation as inflation grows. And so we look at it from a standpoint of creating a conservative dividend and income type portfolio. So, so we've got the foundation laid. We know that's protected. So now we'll take a little bit more risk with the walls. And, and having like a dividend portfolio, something's going to create some extra income. 
maybe even like a focused growth portfolio, um, very focused on its nature. Those type of investments would be your walls, right? That would that would give us a little extra layer of income to come in to help for inflation, right? Because that income we get, Social Security, those raises aren't always enough for inflation. If your pensions don't get any kind of cost of living raises, and, and then so then the rest of it's on you. And so if we can get an income stream coming in and then we use the walls as a little extra to help make up for inflation and those type of things. And, and as we're in our working years, we do things differently with, with our money. Uh, Philip, you, you mentioned things like inflation. We, we deal with that a little bit differently during our working years because we're typically going to get things like raises and, and bonuses, that type of thing. It, things are just different when we get to retirement. Um, and our investment approach, that's another thing that's going to be a little bit different. The, the way we look at investments, the way we look at growth, talk a little bit about how that changes when we leave our jobs and we enter retirement. Well, and here, I think you, you may have misspoke just a little bit oh, there, Jim, okay. because you said there's a little change oh. in the way we invest our <laughs> money when we retire. It's not um, a little change. It's, it shouldn't be a little change. Okay. If there is no to little change or little to no change in your investment uh, advisor's philosophy or the way he manages your money when you get closer and closer to retirement, then then that can be a problem with your foundation, right? We want to make sure that the difference should be totally different, right? Because when you're working, you got income coming in. That's your foundation. So you should be taking a lot more risk compared to retirement mm -hmm. when you're working, in growing those assets, you know, making them grow, trying to get them to grow as much as possible. When we flip out to retirement, it's different. We no longer have that foundation. We have to create that foundation. And so we don't need to be taking as much risk hmm. when mm -hmm. it comes to our assets. That's why we need to build the financial house and make sure we got the blueprint that that's going to run on. And that's the issue right now is that so many folks, when they get ready to retire, there's no change. Mm -hmm. They just okay. keep doing the same thing. Right. That puts them on the road to a lot of times disaster. Yikes. Yikes. Let's talk a little bit about as as we are making these changes, how do we figure out the best way to do this? In other words, determining which part of our savings should be in more conservative, where are the places we can afford to take more risks? If, if these are some big changes, how do we make sure we're doing this the right way? Well, a couple things, Jen. Number one is, again, we feel like I beat a dead horse sometimes, right? It's having a written retirement income plan, number uh -huh. one, having that plan to follow. But two, go back to a risk analysis of how much risk can you handle? What's your appetite for risk? How much risk can you take in a down market? That really starts to overlay how money needs to be allocated because in, in a market where we're down 20 or 30 percent in a bear market how much do you how much can you handle being down probably mm -hmm. not that far right especially if you're retired and so we want to look at putting together a risk analysis to make sure that we line up on a numeric number that lines up close to your risk number within our portfolio we look at how old you are to determine what that needs to look like how much risk can you take 
Now, I'm a firm believer that whether you're 60 or 90 or 100, you still need a little bit of risk, even when you're older, because that's going to help keep up with inflation. Now, if you're 90, you don't need 50% of your money at risk, right? There's, there's a number there that needs to be looked at. And so that's, again, why we developed our core retirement design to help make sure that you don't have too much risk in your current portfolio to point out what you're paying and fees and expenses and to make sure that the risk in your portfolio lines up with the risk you're willing to take. And then ultimately developing that retirement income plan. Give us a call right now at 863-285-3815. I'd love to have a discussion about where you are, where you need to go and how you need to get there. Give us a call 863-285-3815 for our core retirement design phone consultation. 30 minutes will answer your questions and make sure you're on the right path for the retirement you always dreamed of. That number, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And let's just talk also about the roof of our financial house. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about what kinds of things go there and how do we make sure that, that our, our roof and our walls are, are working together in, in the right way? So, so I'm going to just put it this way. So, you know, when a hurricane comes through, the first thing usually that anybody loses on their house is the roof, right? So it's very volatile to be on the roof during a hurricane. And so the, your house should be no, your financial house should be no, no different, right? That's going to be your growth bucket. That's where everything's going to be a little bit more volatile, a little bit more risk in that roof. You may be looking at more stocks, uh, more mutual funds, more what we call private equity. Uh, You may be looking at commodities as a venue for, for that growth part, that roof of your financial house. But that area is going to be an area that's, that's going to take on more risk that um, you know what, if things go bad, it it could raise that roof a little bit before it comes back down. But you've got a foundation, you've got the walls, so we can always rebuild the roof, right? And in in the hurricane world, that's what happens. And so your financial house should be no different. That's where your risk is. And so, you know, whether you have a metal roof or a single roof or, you know, that's going to depend upon how much risk you're willing to take on that part of your financial house. But that's what we want to look at there is is those type of investments for the top. And, And so that's a smaller part of the whole house when you start looking at it. As we, you know, we've we've had a great conversation about this financial house. Very few people, when you look at a real house, and here's the, the last thing that I think we should talk about, very few people go out and build a house on their own. Most of the time, they're hiring somebody to do this. They have a contractor who's kind of managing all the different things and coordinating everything. How do we find that right contractor for our financial house? You know, that's a good question, because you're right. People don't go out and build their own houses. Um, Even those that may kind of orchestrate it, they still don't do it all. They hire the specific people to do the specific things. But most people, they go hire a general contractor who's going to oversee the whole construction process from blueprint to you walking in the door because you got your CO. And so when you look at that, 
What do you want to look at? Well, you want to look at somebody that is independent. They don't have to take orders from upstairs. They're not told, hey, look, you need to be looking at this. You need to be pushing that. We want this insurance over here. You know, this is our money managers we want to use. We want somebody that's independent. We want somebody that's a fiduciary, meaning that they have to look out for you 100%, not themselves. So they have to act in your best interest, not theirs. So that's two. Three, you want somebody that really works in that part of the industry and the whole working with folks that are retiring or are retired. You want that to be the majority of their client base, right? That's what they do is put together these type of plans. So I think that's the other thing you need to look at. Um, so I think you wrap all that up together and, and you can find a good contractor that can help you build that financial house. But you have to look at those things, right? We want somebody that independent, that's going to look out for your best interest and that can build it to your specifications and help you make those decisions, right? As you look at the blueprints, right? Because that's the deal. That's what the contractor does when you build a house. When you're looking at it, he makes suggestions. Well, maybe you don't need that wall there, or maybe, you know, we should make this room a little bit smaller so we can make this room a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. That's where having that professional help you design that retirement is so important. Give us a call. Let us help you through our process, our core retirement design, where we will help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. I'd love to help you build that house. 863-285-3815. Call us for our 30-minute core retirement design phone consultation, where we'll make sure you're on the right path to the retirement you always dreamed of. You're listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. More insights coming up in just a moment. We'll be back. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 
Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. You know, there are so many big decisions you have to weigh as you head into retirement. And we like to take one of those big decisions and really dive into the pros and cons. We call this retirement yay or nay. This is always fun to take a big issue, weigh the the upside and the downside, and then make our decision yay or nay. And Philip, this week's topic, planning your RV retirement. I don't know. What do you think about that one? (laughs) You know, I will say that I've got some clients and some friends that have have retired Uh and have uh, gone out and bought the RV and done the thing, traveling around. Uh, I don't know that I have a whole lot that actually live in their RV. Sure, sure. um, But they spend a good time in their RV out and about. Um, People funny, do it. I had one client that did um, take off, uh, but he came back three months later. <laughs> <laughs> so, not quite, uh, not quite uh, totally buying in there to the RV retirement, but certainly something that people do. You know, my aunt and uncle uh, got an RV and they use it to host what they call Grammy Camp, and they have. They keep it parked out at, at the lake. They have the grandkids come out. They host their little Grammy camp. The grandkids come out and camp, and then everybody goes back home. So, you know, there's, there's just another idea of what you can do with your RV. And you got grandkids, Grammy camp, just something to think about. All right, so here's what we're going to do, Philip. We're going to go through some of the possible pros and cons of buying an RV or taking it to that extreme, even living in an RV in retirement. I don't know how many people really want to go that far, but at least having one, there are some pros and cons, some things to think about. So possible pros here, you can live on a modest budget since they, you know, those RV lots and campsites are relatively cheap to use. We should put a little asterisk there. That is after the initial investment of buying the RV. Yeah, that's expensive. That would probably go under con number one. So we'll, we'll get to that one in a minute here on the, the negatives here. Uh, another possible pro, buy less stuff because you have limited storage space. So kind of forces you to hold off on, on other impulse purchases. Um, You can take the road less traveled in an RV. You can go out, see a lot of things, especially you think about, you know, Philip, if you want to hit some of those big national parks out west, um, you know, you, you you can spend some time out there and hit some of those things. And you can potentially visit more family and friends, but you don't have to have them make up the guest room. You can hang out in the driveway. I don't know if that's a pro or con. I, I, I put it on the pros. That could be a con. I don't know. So those are the pros. I, I don't know. What do you think of those? You know, I, I think there's some legitimacy there sure. uh, about those pros. And and, and and I see two things. One, RV, I think most people think of the one you drive, right? Yes. But but I think of RV also as, you know, you got the big fifth wheel. Oh, so, sure. So, uh-huh. you know, so that's, I've got, I've got clients that do that. Um, and, and so I think that this whole travel live out of a big, something other than a house, right? That kind of makes a difference. It's a different style of living. And, uh, and, and I think that these things are true, you know, to me is how long, I know that's probably one of the cons, right? You know, <laughs> I, I think it would be neat to go see stuff and, and go out and do that kind of thing. Um, 
I don't know that I could live in one. Yeah. There is a certain uh, amount of adventure. I mean, adventure seeking. It, it sounds like it could be kind of fun, but then also kind of kind of not. And let's go through some of the cons here. They're really expensive to buy. Obviously, this is a big investment. And Philip, you want to make sure that uh, you can handle that big investment before you lock yourself in. Uh, they depreciate in value over time, which is another, you know, not not so great thing. Repairs can be costly and they use a lot of fuel. So when when things get crazy with gas prices, you have to think about that. I mean, there there are some maintenance and upkeep and cost things that I think go on the list of cons. So definitely something, I don't know how many people come in, to, you know, and they're talking about this and, and you kind of got to go through both, right? The pros and the cons. You do. You definitely do. You know, you're right. I mean, RVs are expensive, whether you're buying one with four wheels or you're, you know, you're buying one you pull behind your vehicle. They're, they're expensive, especially yeah. from COVID. Um, you know, even used ones are expensive. Yeah. But I, I encourage, I've, I've encouraged several of my clients that, that are thinking about this to, Hey, look, let's find one that's a couple of years old. You know, let's do that first. And let's make sure that you really like the whole idea right? right of, of travel like that. <laughs> so uh, again, because depreciation is a big deal when it comes to those, they depreciate big time the first couple of years. And so maybe you can save some bucks doing it that way and make sure you really want to do it. And, and repairs are costly. Uh, I got friends that went out West and, uh, you know, just blew a tire and I messed up a whole day of travel oh, and trying to find somebody out there to fix it. And so those cons are legitimate cons and, and we need to think of those. People sometimes think, well, it won't happen to me, but, Hey, Oof. you know, don't when think it happens, that it's going to happen. Yeah, don't <laughs> think that because you need to, you know, it's a whole thing, right? Be prepared for the worst and hope for the best. That's the great thing about what you do, Philip, is there are very few wrong answers for the people that you help, right? Whether you want to live in an RV or just do something part-time, like what you were just talking about, downsize from your home into an apartment or condo or, or keep your current house until the day you die. There's no wrong choice. Really, the only wrong answer, Philip, is failing to put any financial plans in place for your retirement or to make decisions without going through and weighing all the pros and cons like what we're talking about. That That's the wrong thing to do. But other than that, there's no wrong answers. No, there's not. There's not. But it's planning, right? So just some key points that, that I think people need to remember is that um, if you're thinking about this, if that's something that you're, you're seriously thinking about, then, hey, look, you need to know where the money's going to come from to pay for that RV because you don't want to take it out of your retirement accounts. Mm-hmm. Because right. you're going to have to pay taxes on all that money. And, and let's, let's face it, if you buy a fifth wheel, I mean, those things are seventy-five to one hundred, one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars just for a fifth wheel, and then you got to buy the truck to pull it. And then, if you buy a, a, a motorhome, motorhome, you're looking at anywhere from probably forty to a half million dollars. So you need to plan ahead. Am I going to be able to sell my house with no mortgage on it? Because that's the, that's what you're going to have to have no mortgage, and then use those proceeds to buy the RV. You know, so you got to plan this out. You can't just hit retirement day and say, okay, I'm going to go buy an RV <laughs> without really thinking right. through the process, right? Right. And that's what we're here for. You know, that's what we help people do is really plan out that retirement. What are we going to do? What's on your bucket list? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want your money to do for you in retirement? And uh, because money is just a tool, right? It, it's, it's not going to get you anything sure. if you don't use it properly. And so it's a tool. We have to put that tool to work 
in order to to accomplish what we want to accomplish in retirement. And that's and that's really what what I think our role is as a retirement coach is to really coach people, and and it's helpful, really helpful mm-hmm. if you start before you retire. <laughs> but if you start, you know, if you start coaching a couple years out then it's a little easier when that when game day gets here. Right, right. Yeah, just, just thinking about these things ahead of time, um, starting to put those plans in place early enough so you're not scrambling to react. It's been fun to talk about the whole idea of the RV retirement. Um, so, so let me ask you really quickly before we start to wrap this up. Uh, we went through the pros and cons for you, yourself, Philip. Yay or nay on the RV retirement idea? What do you think? You know, I, I could not live permanently in an RV. Yeah, I, I, I just so. couldn't do it. Now, would I like to have one to take off and, and go a month or two months out West? Oh yeah, absolutely. Sure. Okay. Um, but I don't want to give up my house. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a little extreme. Uh, well, going, you know, the other thing Jim, people don't think about, that's our gathering spot, right? When yeah. Everybody comes home. Where do, where do you get together with the kids the and the grandkids? If, right. If you don't have a home, where are you going to gather everybody? I know. My husband <clears> always <throat> talks about retiring to one of those like tiny homes. And I'm like, where <laughs> will my dining room table go in a tiny? We'd have to have a separate one just for the, the dining right. room table. But all right. But again, you know, some fun to talk about the whole idea of the RV retirement. Really, it's a metaphor for all those big decisions that you need to be making for your retirement in general. And Philip, as we've been saying here, whether or not you like the idea of an RV retirement, the only wrong answer here is not planning. And you want to take the same approach that we just did talking about RV retirement, weighing the pros and cons, doing the research, understanding what's going on. You need to do that about your whole retirement. That is really what we're getting at here. So as we close out, the show today what would you like to leave us with you know you're absolutely right that that is the bottom line you know that's why for our clients we want to be their 911 their 411 you know something emergency pops up we want to be there for them to help them through that process whatever it may be whether it's financial or other right we may not have the answers but we can point them in the right direction same thing with a 411 we want to be there for their information you know again we may not know the answers but we'll figure out how to find them and point them in the right direction all this goes to point to what we developed and designed, the core retirement design, so that folks can design the retirement they always dreamed of. To get started, it's simple. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks so much for joining us today. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip, and we'll talk to you then. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.